If you would allow me here tonight, I, I want to preach from the book of St. Matthew chapter 11. And uh, I feel that, that God would speak to us in a very direct way. Uh, in fact, why don't we just go ahead and uh, lift our hands towards heaven. Thank God for his word and then you may be seated. Uh, come on church, let's thank him for the word. Thank him for what he's done and what he's going to do. I thank you, God, for your love. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your goodness. I'm so glad, God, that I know you and thank you for what we have felt in this house. And I believe, God, you have come, oh, God, to minister and to make whole. And we'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that is due unto your holy and precious name. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated in Jesus' name. You know me when you get up again, it's on you. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 1. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. When John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples, and he said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? How many times has Jesus tell his disciples throughout the word, there will be deceivers that come. There will be false prophets that will come and say that I am Christ. I want you to understand that if Matthew is in chronological order, you will find it was in chapter 4 uh, that John had been placed uh, into prison. Uh, I don't know how long that time is uh, from chapter 4 to 11, uh, but no doubt there is uh, a span of time. Uh, and I want you to know uh, it's easy to stand up and praise God uh, when everything's going well uh, and everything uh, is sunshine shiny uh, and I got health uh, but I want to ask somebody uh, what about when you're sitting in a prison uh, and time has gone by uh, I'm telling somebody uh, no doubt uh, John got discouraged uh, and I understand uh, in the last few weeks and months uh, some of us uh, have got discouraged uh, but I come to tell somebody uh, that God uh, is still in control He's still in charge. He knows what's going on. And may I tell you, this is an essential service. I need the house of God more than I need anything else. I need his presence. I need a move like we had tonight. It's essential. I said it's essential. It's essential. Art thou he? Why didn't you bring me out? 
Why am I sitting here in this prison? Does it not have the power and the authority? There are some questions you and I may never get the answers to. But I walk by faith and not by sight. And I've come to tell somebody that some of my greatest victories have been in my darkest nights. I said some of my greatest victories have been in the midnight hour when it was just me and him. God, I don't know what's going on. God, this ain't fair. Why did it come my way? I'm preaching. John was just asking, are you really him? Are you the Messiah? Are you God Almighty? I want you to understand he was, he is, and he always will be. But sometimes in the darkness, it's hard to see. He didn't speak the word. He didn't go down to the prison. He just simply said, You go tell John. What do you want me to tell him? The blind receive their sight. The lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. You know what? That's everything you and I need. <laughs> Woo! I'm telling somebody, we need to go tell John. <laughs> I'm commissioning this church. It's got to go beyond these four walls. My God, there's a revival in Anderson. And how's it going to happen when I go tell John? Let me tell you what he's doing. Let me tell you about the signs, the wonders, and the miracles he's performing. Some time ago, in one of our larger cities, a pastor friend said, I'd gone to the church on Monday morning and I was praying and seeking God thanking him for the weekend and he said all of a sudden somebody very violently started beating on the church door he said it was to the point I thought they might tear it off the hinges and he said I I walked back to the door really unsure what to do. And he said, I felt impressed to open the door up. And he said, I opened that door. And he said, a very beleaguered looking man walked in and said, can you help me? I'm desperate. Can you help me? And he said, sir, please tell, tell me what's going on. He said, I'm an alcoholic, 
my life has fallen apart. I've lost my job. And my wife has left me and taken our babies. And I need help. He said, he pointed from the porch of that apostolic church towards the largest church in our town. And he said, I just came from there. And he said, I just told that pastor what I told you. And he looked at me and said, I can't help you. But if you'll go across the street. If you'll go down across this street to that apostolic church. They got something there. Folks, I'm telling somebody, uh, there's something in here tonight uh, that will answer uh, our problems. Uh, there's something in this house uh, that will set the captive free, uh, bind up the brokenhearted, uh, open the prison doors. Go tell John what I'm doing. said Brother Gill I just I said sir let me give you just a simple plan of salvation he said you need to repent you need to fall on your face and call out to God and tell him what you just told me that you need help that you need forgiveness, uh, that you need cleansing. Uh, he said, my God, the man fell on his face, uh, began to cry out to God. Uh, he said, he got up, uh, and I said, uh, you got to get baptized. <laughs> he said, sir, whatever I got to do, uh, let's do it. Keep water in the baptismal tank. And we got enough young preachers around here that can do that. Well, my God, saints, can't you all agree with me there? He said, I took and I baptized the man in Jesus' name. And when he came up out of the water, he was talking in other tongues. <laughs> he was talking in other tongues. <laughs> the rest of the story is uh, God cleaned him up, uh, set him free, uh, put his family back together, uh, and he's a saint of God. Uh, I'm preaching to some John. Uh, you're in the right house uh, at the right time uh, because Jesus uh, is in this house. Come on, folks. This ain't a denominal church. I said, This ain't a denominal church. This is a house that's full of power. Praise God. 
Matthew 9, 27. When Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. When he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him. Jesus saith unto them, Believe you that I'm able to do this? They just simply said unto him, Yea, Lord. Do you believe he can? Do you believe he will? Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. I'm asking somebody, how can you keep it to yourself? When he's performed uh, the greatest miracle uh, that could ever happen uh, in our lives. Uh, and yet we sit down uh, and say, my God, uh, I'm going to keep my seat. Lance Floyd got up one morning ready to go to school. Told his mom and dad something wrong with my eye. His mom said, There ain't nothing wrong. You just try and skip school. You got Sister TJ for a teacher tonight. Hard today. <laughs> you know how mean she is, my God. She cracks a whip and everybody jumps. went to his room and came out they'd probably do the same for you too I just see that in your eyes I, Lord God he come out and he said mom dad something's wrong I can't see out of my eye I can't see out of my eye took him down to the doctor the doctor looked at him and said I got you an appointment in Baton Rouge with a specialist you need to get your son there as soon as you can. They went down to a world-renowned specialist when they got him there. Went through a battery test. He said, my mom and dad sat out there. Finally, they came out and said, Mr. and Miss Lloyd, I'm the best I'm the best doctor in these cases that you can get. And he said, this is the only part about my job that I don't like. Is when I got to come out and tell you, there ain't nothing I can do. Your son has had something that has settled on that optic nerve. And it has simply destroyed it. Take your son home and teach him how to live with one eye. But on Wednesday night, they walked into Manifest, Louisiana, Brother David Poole's church. They didn't stop and find a seat. Uh, they walked up that middle aisle, uh, walked up to Brother Poole and said, We've heard you preach uh, by his stripes. We are healed. And if God doesn't come through, uh, our son's going to be blind uh, the rest of his life. 
Oh, I'm telling somebody, uh, the blind see. I'm telling somebody, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, there's not anything uh, too hard for our God. to somebody uh, according to your faith uh, it's here tonight but David Bull said I do preach that let's pray he said we start praying He said, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. All of a sudden, Lance began to pull on his mama's dress. Said, Mama, my sight's coming back. Mama, something's taking place. Something's happening. Something's taking place. I want to tell somebody. Jesus had walked in at that moment. Had laid his hand on that optic nerve. And it doesn't matter what the problem was. It was no. It was no more. In this house, the blind see. His mama covered up the good eye. Said, what color coat does Brother Poole have on? Mama, it's black. She turned him around. Said, your aunt's sitting back. You know, what color dress she got on? Well, Mama, it's green. I'm preaching to somebody. That same Jesus is in this house on this Sunday night. And I've come to tell John he's still on the throne. I come to tell the devil, hear me devil, he still performs the miraculous according to his word. Somebody hear me. A person with an experience is never at the mercy of an individual with only an argument. Because I can tell you uh, what he did for me. I'm telling somebody uh, the blind eyes are still open. Matthew 15 verse 29 and 
he departed from thence and came nigh to the Sea of Galilee and went up into a mountain, sat down there. Great multitudes came unto him, having with him those that were lame and blind and dumb and maimed and many others, and cast them down at his feet. And he healed them. And so much that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak and the maimed to be whole and the lame to walk and the blind to see. And they glorified the God of Israel. A couple of years ago, hear me. A dear pastor friend of mine, they bought the denominal church in their town because their crowd had gotten so small and because the apostolic church had grown to about 250 to 300. They bought a $15 million building for around 2.1 million. <laughs> and the pastor said, he said, I was talking. He said, I was talking with the youth pastor. And the youth pastor of that denominal church looked at me and he said, <laughs> he said, the problem that we have is that we have no power and no demonstration of the supernatural. I'm telling somebody, that ain't so in this house. And if it ever gets to where it is, we need to take our shingle down. Because in this house, we're going to tell John, the blind see. The lame walk, the dumb talk, the deaf hear. Woo, somebody help me here. I'm preaching. Go tell John. Go tell John. Matthew chapter 8, verse 1, when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt. Thou If thou wilt, thou canst make me. Make me clean. Next verse. Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. I want to ask you, my brother, when you get a call, that your baby girl's got cancer. What were you there in 16 or 17? 16 years old. What are you going to do? Oh, come on, folks. <laughs> what are you going to do? When you get the... <laughs> Here's the young lady right here. I asked you if you'd help me here tonight. You said you would. They ain't going to be here the rest of the week, so i got to make up with the time I got here. All I know is uh, that this family got concerned 
Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make her whole. Don't tell me you didn't pray that prayer. Don't tell me you didn't call Pastor St. Clair saying, my God, can you touch him? What am I saying in this house? Those miracles still take place. John, there's deliverance in this house. Go tell John, cancers are dried up in this house. Come on, church. Stretch your hands this way and pray that prayer of faith.
people. Come on, mom and dad. My God, if I had a need, I wouldn't wait any longer. Because I'm telling somebody, the miraculous takes place in this house. church reach over and lay your hand on somebody my god let's pray and believe with them according to thy faith come on mama come on daddy come on young people don't miss your miracle tonight because god is in this house lord if thou wilt 